Hi, I'm Carolyn Lobsinger. I'm one of the people who make the 7B podcast. You may recognize my name from the various stories I've written for the Bonner County Daily Bee. Every day, the team at the Daily Bee works reporting on stories in our community. Each story is the result of hours spent interviewing, writing, and rewriting to keep our readers and our listeners informed. If you'd like to help us continue to provide quality local journalism, the best thing you can do is become a subscriber of the Daily Bee. If you've already done that, thank you. If you haven't yet subscribed, you can do so by calling us at 208-263-9534 or go online to bonnercountydailybee.com. Now on to our podcast. Today's 7B features Georgia Simmons, a trustee with the Bonner General Health Foundation and chairperson of the annual Heartball, Molly Reichard, and Aaron Banal, community development manager and public information officer with Bonner General Health and the BGH Foundation. As we talk about the annual event, the foundation, and renovation of the hospital's emergency department, which is the recipient of funds raised at this year's event. Now let's join Georgia, Aaron, and Molly for a conversation about the hospital, foundation, and hardball. First of all, thank you all for taking part in this story and this podcast. Why don't we start with what is the hardball and how did it get started? Well, the hardball started in 2008 is when it really came to fruition through our board president at the time, Howard Simmons. He recognized the importance of raising funds so that we can um, keep up with technology advances in healthcare, and decided we need an event. We need something that's fun for our community, but also to give back to our hospital. And um, so that's where the heartball kind of originated from is that in the first one was in 2009. What, for folks that may not know what the heart ball is, what is it, what has it been and what does it mean to everybody? Well, the heart ball is, um, it, again, a fun way to get the word out to the community about our hometown hospital. That's been very important to us. It's also a time to be able to celebrate the people who have absolutely always been for the hospital and given. And so it's turned out to be a great event. So it's a hard fall because of the hospital, and it happens in February close to Valentine's Day. So there are, you know, great dinner. Everybody gets to dress up. Everybody gets to dance. And also everybody gets to raise their paddle to be able to support some equipment or some renovations or technology that the hospital will need for the coming year. And so it's really been successful and grown a lot in, in the 13 years. This will be our 13th hardball. That's awesome. With everything being so different with the pandemic and everything, what changes have you had to make in the hardball and what is it going to look like this year? Um, that's a really interesting question and one that we really struggled with. Certainly, we prefer to do these things in person, but certainly being the hospital and thinking about our donors, there was um, no way we could put anybody at risk by doing that. So the thoughts were to try doing something virtual, and it's been done in our community before, and something that um, everybody has had a turn to as we move into the future. So actually, this is going to be um, really fun. The whole board voted on going virtual, and to find a way to be able to get out to the community, maybe bring more of the community in, and have an event that is done online. And that event will look, um, actually have very many of the same amenities that we had at the live one. So what we 
have is we will have one of our successful options is the dessert option. We will still have a dessert option. We will still have packages to be able to be auctioned off. And we will definitely have a paddle race. Plus, there will be great information and great videos in the program to talk about the hospital and what our needs are. And this year, again, we are funding the emergency room. The emergency department really needs a remodel and really needs some new equipment and technology. And this gives us an opportunity. Um, it hasn't been touched in many years. So this is the face of the hospital. And we are going to make sure that it gets upgraded and gets the full support. Remember, we're your hometown hospital. Was there ever a chance, with all the uncertainty with the pandemic, that the heart ball would not be held? We did have a conversation about that, you know, saying, you know, what is the best way to do this? But again, I think, you know, the pandemic and, you know, all the frontline workers here at the hospital have been through a lot, and they put in a lot of time and energy. And again, our donors, there's just no way we could expose them to that. So there was a thought to postpone it and just go live again next year. But... Um, the opportunity, you know, came about that we could be able to do this virtually, as it probably will be a wave of the future for many of us in many fundraising functions. So how how is the event going to look in its virtual format? Erin, what do you think there? Sure. Um, what we're going to do is we've been um, inviting people, social media posts, radio ads, encouraging people to engage with the heart ball, <clears throat> but it's going to be an hour of really intimate stories from community members whose lives have been changed for the positive because we have a hospital here. Um, we have our longtime emeritus, Jack Parker, who um, has been invested into this hospital for over 50 years and, you know, shares about the importance the hospital was. Um, back when it came over through Farragut, and just a, it's just as important now to remain an independent hospital and that we can provide high-quality health care services close to home. We have some really inspiring stories and heartfelt stories for, from community members um, whose family members' lives have been saved, and they wouldn't necessarily have been saved if we didn't have a hospital here in Sampling. If they would have had to take the time to drive 45 minutes south or an hour and a half south, um, you know, their whole life would be a lot different than it is right now. So we'll be able to hear those types of stories. It gives our community an opportunity to show their support. Our on-the-line dessert auction will kick off on February 1st, which will be silent, but we also have a lot of people really excited and engaged because the desserts are donated from community restaurants and community dessert connoisseurs, if you would say, that are absolutely incredible. They're decadent, they're delicious, they're beautiful looking. They'll be able to see what they're going to get the night of the event or the next day. Um, and then we'll have some really prestigious live auction items. We'll still have Austin presenting those. And um, it'll just, I think it'll be a really good, a good event to where you know your money's going to the right, where your money's going, and it'll feel really good that you're doing, um, it's just not for you, but it's for our entire community. If folks want to take part in the Heart Ball or donate if they 
aren't able to make it to the virtual event, what can they do? What, what do they need to know? Yeah, so um, anyone can join us virtually by going to our website, bonageneral.org. Um, there on the home page, there's a button to RSVP. Um, once you're RSVP'd, you can receive a link from us, and you'll be guided through a few registration steps, um, like setting up a Zoom account if you don't already have one, and registering through Greater Giving, our um, fundraising software. And if you can't attend the event, then you can also donate the same address, bonnergeneral.org. And Bonner General Health Foundation accepts contributions from individuals, corporations, and other organizations. All donations are tax deductible to the extent permitted by law. And um, the donors can request that their gifts are allocated for a specific purpose, or they can be placed in an unrestricted account that can be used towards whatever is the greatest need. So all of that can be done through our website, bonnergeneral.org. Tell me a little bit about the Bonner General Health Foundation. I think some folks might not realize all the many things that you do and all the things you do for the community. What What is the foundation's mission and what would you like to share with folks about that? That's a really good question, Carolyn, because there there's two different purposes. Bonner General Health, we have our community development department, and we set aside funds to sponsor and partner with organizations and programs that fit under our community health needs assessment. Now, that's under the Bonner General Health Community Development Department, and that's part of value-based care. Um, and the requirements we have uh, to fulfill as a, or as a critical access hospital through fe federal government guidelines. Now, the foundation, its vision is really to be a trustworthy steward of resources and goodwill that enables Bonner General Hospital to provide our community with the highest quality health care. The foundation supports the hospital and endeavors to really enhance the quality of the life for those who entrust their care with Bonner General Hospital. And it's raised over a million dollars since it's since 2008. We're really proud of it. The Heartball Although it is our biggest fundraiser currently, we also do some letter campaigns that raises additional funds. And then just grateful patients that have received the quality care, the compassion that our clinical staff and, and really our environmental services, it takes the entire team to provide that high quality health care to our community members. They also give back and they choose to donate because they are so grateful for the care um, either as a patient or that their family member received. How does the foundation go about meeting those goals that are part of that mission? Through relationships. We go out. Um, I think that Bonner General Health in general has a excellent um, reputation in our community as being a true community partner and the health hub of a small town. We have over 12 clinics, whether it's performance therapy services, ear, nose, and throat, ophthalmology, and immediate care, Sandpoint Women's Health, you know, so on and so forth. We, we serve thousands of people from both Boundary, Bonner, and even um, over in Montana, these surrounding areas that, um, that brings that awareness our programs within the school district. 
and just other areas of support that we do throughout the community brings awareness of Bonner General Health and then also brings awareness of our foundation. Do you think folks realize all the many things that both the hospital and the foundation do? No, I think, and I think that is one of the foundation's next big um, pushes is for everybody to, first of all, be aware of all the services that Bonner General Health really has and provides. I think most people would be amazed if they took the time to learn that. And the foundation is all part of educating and also being the ambassadors. That's really important for us for the future. We do have excellent health care, and we do live in a community where everybody gives, a community that really, really cares. And we have excellent health care that needs to be supported, but you don't know what you don't know. So our job is really to market what we do have and what we can provide to you as part of the community, because I think it's amazing. So we're excited about moving forward and finding new ways to communicate and new ways to market to our own community. Why are events such as the Heartball so critical, not just to the foundation, but to the hospital? It's really critical. Again, it goes back to that communication and it goes back to fundraising. The communication and the awareness for people to really understand that communities like ours are only as good as our health care and our education. Any family moving into a community, we live in a pristine, beautiful area with all kinds of outdoor activities, both winter and summer. Um, but what do families care about when they move into a community? They want to know that their kids are going to be educated, and they want to know they've got excellent health care close to home, again, and more affordable. So it's exciting for us to continually get that message out there, and it takes a long time to get the message out there of all the things we actually offer. You've let folks know that the funds raised at this year's virtual heart ball are going to be used to help renovate the hospital's emergency department. What can you tell me about that project? And it sounds exciting. It sounds amazing. It, it is really exciting. We have 42,000 people, give or take, in Bonner County. And the emergency department is the department that touches everyone from birth to death. And so it, it's something that um, whether you want to utilize those services or not, at some point, chances are you probably are going to. These updates of our emergency department will allow us to triage more patients, which will result in lower emergency department wait times, which is, is very important, protect the privacy of our patients, and promote a safe and secure place to receive care. It'll also provide a redesign of our workstations, which will provide a seamless ergonomic workflow for our staff, which if you, anybody that's been in our emergency department beforehand, it was just kind of clumped together. We've really opened it up, provided more spaces um, where rooms were divided by a curtain. We now have glass doors, which, you know, will increase patient privacy and um, allow us to continue our mission for many years to come. How long has it been since the emergency department had been updated? Since 1983, maybe. It's been a long time. And I mean, and, and this is just the first of many. We have an older hospital. We have to continue to keep up if we want to continue to provide the excellent health care that we can and get 
to updated technology. We are a nonprofit critical access hospital in a rural community, which is a wonderful thing because it allows us to um, really provide that one-on-one -on -one patient care. We're taking care of our friends, our family members, our neighbors, but it also, you know, is a barrier in the sense that, you know, it's not a huge revenue-generating hospital. As part of the renovation project, you've mentioned that you're going to be doing a donor wall. What can you tell me about that? And if folks want to be a part of that, what do they need to know? Yeah, so we're introducing this new emergency department donor wall as a way to recognize um, the large donors who made the renovation possible. And it starts that donors who contribute $5,000 or more will be listed on the wall, with the largest donors being the most prominent. And we're not entirely sure exactly what it's going to look like yet. We're still working with uh, local designers on the layout. But we know it will reflect iconic Sandpoint scenery, and it will really be a piece of art. It'll be cherished for a long time and really beautiful. And um, so the emergency department is really excited to have something to put on their brand new wall. What else can you tell me about the remodel project and what all is going to allow the hospital to do to better serve the community and, as you said, your friends and neighbors, our friends and neighbors? So, you know, it pretty much goes back to what we were just talking about, less wait time, enhance and protect privacy of our patients. That's, you know, that's, that's one of the most important things is to ensure that when you're coming here, despite no matter what you're being seen for, that your information is protected, no one can hear through the curtain in the next room. It'll allow us to get, um, provide more patients to be seen faster, you know, it, and a really more efficient workflow for our staff. When is the project going to get started? It already has. It, um, the, we're excited that it's Cabinets are installed, new flooring, paint. It really was brought down to the studs. The emergency department will be moving back into the department February 22nd. And really, this was not, this would not have been possible without the Sunderland grant that we received earlier um, in 2020 for $200,000. So these Heartball funds are going to align with that and be able to provide the high-quality technology and additional equipment needed to um, really fit the new remodel. Sounds like there's a lot that goes into running a modern hospital these days. There is, and a lot of money. It takes millions of dollars. Do you think that w would surprise folks? 100%. I think that... Um, People do not realize how expensive it is, especially through a pandemic, how much time and equipment and resources it takes to care for these really sick patients. Um, you know, we've always had very sick patients. We've always had patients with the flu. The COVID has been a completely new monster, really. I mean, it, patients have to go into isolation. There's, there's all different factors that come with caring for those patients that has really absorbed staff resources. Um, but it's also been a really great learning experience and I think it's brought our organization together as a team. We've improved processes and um, 
you know, it just reassures the excellent care that our um, clinical staff and our ancillary staff provide to our community members. Is there anything else that any of you would like to add, either about the Heartball, the foundation, or the hospital? I, I would just like to say that the job that our hospital has done through this pandemic as a board member of the foundation and not as an employee has been amazing. The time, the energy um, that they've given and continue to give. And I personally feel very safe and happy to live here with the kind of care that we have. We just need to keep it going and we keep, need to keep it healthy and we keep, need to keep raising funds for, again, our hometown hospital. We need to support it because it supports us. Erin or Molly, is there anything either of you would like to say? I just want to thank our community for continuing to trust us with your health care. Um, invest in us because we are 100% invested in our community. Thank you all very much for taking the time to speak with me and to share with the community about the Heartball and the Foundation and the Hospital. We're lucky to have each of those events and those agencies in the community. Thank you, thank Carolyn. Thank you very much. You've been listening to the 7B Podcast. Thanks for joining us, and remember to check back next Monday to hear the latest news and stories that are happening in our community.